time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. I always love it when I'm looking at a map. Maybe I'm at the mall or I'm at a park or somewhere and I'm looking at the map and I'm trying to figure out where to go. And one of the first things I have to do is figure out where I am. And I love that little place where it says, you are here. (laughs) The reason I like that is because suddenly I'm oriented to where I need to be. I can look at that map. And if I don't have that starting point, there's no way I'm going to make progress. Have you ever been to the mall and you know, you've got that store you want to go to and you're like, oh, there's the store, but how do I get there? You've got to start with, here's where I am. You are here. Or maybe you're at the park and you want to go to the dog section and you're looking around, oh, there's the dog section. And it doesn't matter if you can spot it on the map if you can't locate where you are to see how to get there. That's the important thing about knowing where you are. That's the best place to start any journey. A few years back, I was doing a lot of orienteering. So if you're not familiar with orienteering, it's basically a race based on the compass. When you get to an orienteering meet, they hand you a map. They tell you how long you have. And on that map, there are markings that tell you where the controls, as they're called, the controls are. And they're usually marked with orange and white markings of some sort. Sometimes it's a little parachute. Sometimes it's just a little sign. And underneath that, there is a gadget that you have to um, be able to mark yourself there. Because it's not enough to just run through the forest and find these controls and say, oh, I found that control. You have to know that you found that particular control of that particular place and demonstrate that. Some of that, the time it's now automated, uh, used to be a punch card. A lot of times when I was doing the punch cards, you know, you'd have little um, bumps that it would punch into your card to have a distinct uh, message that you knew that you were at a particular control. The fun thing about these races is that you're spending a lot of time outside trying to figure out where you are and how to get to the next place. It's kind of a challenge to figure that out. And you're racing against others who are doing it and who can do it the fastest. We used to do it as a part of team. I've done several on my own. uh, And for the most part, it's a good romp through the forest. But there's always that time when you have to wonder, am I where I think I am? And I remember at one particular meet, uh, it was me and uh, two teammates, and we were all getting ready to go. And as we were trying to line up our maps, all three of us realized that we were aiming at different directions. We were all saying we're going to go to this location, and we all had aimed ourselves at the wrong spot. We had three different directions. We couldn't all be right. In fact, as we were lined up, one of the meet people said, you might want to look at the map again. So we looked down and realized that the meat person knew more than we did. We were all aimed at wrong directions. The meat person was aimed at the right direction. We had to recalculate. And part of what threw us off was that we hadn't oriented from where we were. In fact, if I remember correctly, we weren't even marking ourselves as being where we thought we were. That's a dangerous thing when you're starting a race on a map based on trying to get around by knowing where you are when you don't even know where you are. You see, the interesting thing about orienteering is the first step is to find where you are and then plot the course. And the process of the day is to find where you are, plot the course, confirm where you now are, 
and plot a new course. The other trick, I could tell you lots of stories about almost going off of cliffs and going through lots of bad stuff is being able to read the map and understanding the rough spots, you know, the terrain readings. Because sometimes when you're not clear where you are, you're also not clear about your surroundings, about what you're facing or what you're headed going through. And if you've ever had that moment where somebody was telling you what they were going to do and you realize there's a lot more to what they were going to do than they realized, the first time that I went through the process of publishing a book, I thought I knew it. But I remember somebody saying, you know, there's a lot more details of this than you think. That's part of having gone through it before. Sometimes you know what the difficult places are, even if you know where you're starting from. But where does the journey begin? It always begins where you are. So understand this, wherever you are right now, it's a good place to start. In fact, it's the only place you have to start. That's my point. A lot of times we don't want to be where we are. We want to find another place of being, you know, there's somehow to rewrite history to make us be at a different place. But this is where we are, where you are right now, where I am right now, where everybody is, that is where we are. And that's the starting point for whatever is the next thing. So the other piece of this is that we are constantly at a starting point. Every day is a new starting point. We're now late into the first month of the year. And if you remember the beginning of the year, that was a new start to a new year, fresh start. If you're in school, then the beginning of a semester is a fresh start. For a lot of companies, the new quarter or the new fiscal year ends up being a fresh start. For a lot of people, there comes this place when they say, oh, it's a fresh start. Maybe it's a birthday or something, an anniversary, and you say, okay, it's a fresh start. But understand that every moment of every day, that's the opportunity for the fresh start, the new place to, to go. And, and where you are is the good place to start. Probably at this point now, the grandfather of life coaching, one of the grandfathers of life coaching, uh, was Thomas Leonard. I would say the father of, of coaching, but we've now gone through a couple of generations of that. So life coaching as a profession was something that Thomas Leonard had found himself in about the same time some, several other people found themselves doing the same thing. They began to create this new possibility of a profession of helping people move from wherever they are to wherever they want to be, to, to gulf that, to get over that gulf that's got them stuck. And so this place uh, is, is where we want to get to, but we've got to figure out where we are. And so Thomas Leonard talked about this concept of the present perfect. He would talk about the present perfect. And it sounds like, you know, you're back in, in some English class and, and it's like a tense, some present perfect tense. And that's not what this is about. Thomas Leonard said that the present perfect meant that the present moment, where you are right now, everything around you, is the perfect reflection of everything you've been through, everything that's happened to you, and the circumstances that surround you. You are a, in this moment at the perfect place that represents where you've been and everything that's happened around you. We don't all start life at the same place. You know, some people uh, find themselves born into a family in a country, in a socioeconomic 
place in a particular mindset. And, and all of those pieces we're, we're thrown into. We have no choice about the families we're grown into, the countries we're born into, the, the customs we're born into, all of those things. That's just the background. And then all of these things happen to us in every moment. In every moment, we are at the present perfect. This moment is a representation of all of that. So part of what Thomas Leonard was trying to point to is the fact that we have to accept that that the present is a perfect representation of all the choices we've made, of all the things that have happened to us, of all the possibilities that came around us. All the good choices, all the bad choices, all the good things, all the bad things that have happened, they all are represented by where we are right now, this moment. That's the present perfect. It's perfect in that it represents those places. So when we can work to accept that, then we can begin to understand where we want to go from here. So understand that acceptance uh, can have some, some struggles. Sometimes we don't want to, to be working on acceptance. We want to deny where we are. That's, that's against acceptance. When we deny that that's where we are, uh, we can do that in a number of ways. Uh, sometimes you'll notice that people who are uh, flailing and struggling are unwilling to see where exactly they are. They want to be in a different place. And so they deny where they are thinking that if they just don't pay attention long enough, then somehow it will change. So they have a denial of where they are. Years ago, as I was a chaplain, sometimes when people would not see that their illness was you know, really bad and, and that maybe it was even terminal, you know, they, they seemed to be trying to find some way of hope. People would say, oh, you're in denial. What I realized is that it wasn't necessary denial as much as they were trying to figure out how to get to a different place, how to find a different outcome. So let's talk about what denial actually looks like. I also had a person in my office years ago who was massively in debt and knew that the, the whole financial picture was beginning to collapse around her. And so she was in my office trying to figure out how to get a handle on this and look at the psychological pieces of that process. And so I asked her a simple question the first, first session. So how bad is it? How deep is the debt? And she said, I don't know. And I said, what do you mean you don't know? And she said, I don't even open the bills anymore because I don't want to see how bad it is. And so her first assignment was to go home and add it all up and see how bad it really was. Because until we knew how bad it was, we didn't know how to dig out. What if she had grossly overestimated how bad it was or underestimated how bad it was? We would not be working from a real picture of things. And so I said, why is it you don't want to know? And she said, I don't want to know how bad it is because then it will be overwhelming. And I asked a simple question. Is it not already overwhelming? And does it change at all by not knowing what it is? I've had a number of people over the years that have had something wrong, and I'll suggest they go to the doctor, and they'll tell me they don't want to go to the doctor because they don't want the doctor to tell them what it is. And I suggested to them that not going to the doctor doesn't change what they have, but it could change the outcome. Because once we know what it is, then we have a starting point, which is my point. The starting point is where we are accepting of where things are. Sometimes people have said, you know, if I accept where I am, I'm giving up. And my response is, 
that accepting where you are is actually creating the starting point right off the bat. You can't start anywhere else than where you are right now. We all have a different starting point. We can talk about whether it's fair or not or whether you deserve it or not, but it doesn't change that that's where you are. What can change is deciding that where you are is the beginning point, is the present perfect, that that is where you will begin from. So part of this whole process of coaching is based on really three pieces. Knowing what you want. That's the first piece. Knowing what you want. What do you want to get to? What do you want to have in life? How do you want life to go? That's an important part of the coaching process. But equally important is knowing where you are. What is the gulf? And that's the third part. Looking at how to get beyond the gulf, the gap, dealing with the gap. See, the thing is that gap, that's the action plan. So I want you to understand that there there is this place where you are, the place you want to be. Those are two points on the map. If I decide to go across the country, I've got my beginning point, and I look at to the, uh, on the map to the other side, and I put my mark there. That's where I'm going to end up, right? That's my resting point. I might have a lot of little stops along the way, but that's my ultimate resting point. So then I've got to deal with the gap of here to there. But what if I started that trip, and I hadn't really looked at where I was starting from? Maybe I thought I was starting from further away or closer by, then I can't ever get to where I want to get to because I'm going to wander around trying to figure out how to get on path. Part of our process is making it very clear that we understand where we are. Being realistic about where we are, what's going on around us, where we're stuck, where life is right now. That's the getting to the place where you understand where you are. So you can have lots of dreams, lots of places you want to get to. But remember, you've got to start with where you are. And this is the thing I want you to remember. Where you are is a good place to start. In fact, it's the only place you have. If you're ready to thrive, if you're ready to dig in and find some ways, please grab my book, Thrive Principles. Thrive Principles are 15 strategies for building your thriving life. You can find that by going to thriveprinciples.com. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, principles.com. Or you can just ask for it at your local bookstore or online, find it there, but start digging in and finding some ways of building your thriving life. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you do just that, building your thriving life. listening to the Thriveology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thriveology.com or at thriveologymagazine.com. Remember that Thriveology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Uh-huh.